0: Zone coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now here's Justin Anchory and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care, with unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology. Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style.
1: What a game. And, uh... He continues to get better each week, uh, but just what a game. And uh, Milrow's a hard guy to get on the ground, but we were collapsing the pocket pretty well, I thought, and uh, not allowing him to take off. He didn't take off and run on us too much today. and and uh, But I thought Landon played his hard out. A lot of kids did. He just got some really good results with three-and-a-half, four sacks.
2: Yeah, great game for Landon Jackson. Three and a half sacks. He had 11 tackles. He is the uh, first, the only SEC player with three and a half sacks in a single game this season. And today he was named the SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week. So congratulations to Landon Jackson. A breakout game for him at that defensive end spot. Uh, Very talented. And we've seen some flashes from him. And uh, on Saturday, those flashes came early, often, and throughout the entire game.
3: Somebody just suggested on our Southern Social Solutions text line that Arkansas should run the triple option. And I was like, well, turning a defensive end loose has really been their strong suit this year, so maybe that's a good move. Uh, I don't know if they could, they could install that this week, Wes, but, you know, who knows? What, whatever. I'm all for any, any new options offensively. You're not quite get there
2: better. you got to get better. The <laughs> offensive line just has to get better.
3: Let's bring in the legendary coach without further ado, Jackie Sherrill, joining us. He is the featured guest here at the... Little Rock Touchdown Club today, Coach. Good to see you. How are you?
4: Thank you. Very well, thank you. Uh, i looking forward to uh, having a time in talking. Going back and uh, talking to David. Uh, you know, I cussed David a few years ago quite a bit when he played at Arkansas.
3: That was a long time ago. So yeah, you, you yeah. recall that? That's good. Your memory's good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He was. He was a good player. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah.
3: Um, Arkansas is mired coach in a five-game losing streak. The majority of those games have been highly competitive. They've been in them in the fourth quarter. I'm sure you, you haven't been through too many of those, but I mean, when you're in a situation like that where your team is, you're not getting to smoke anything. We're close, but no cigar for Arkansas mostly is what it's come down to. What do you, what do you tell your team? How do you keep them fighting every week?
4: Well, you, you got to keep them positive because, uh, you know, today with the social media, you know, every player is hearing something. And, you know, most of it right now is not very good, including, you know, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. And, basically, watching Arkansas this year, they played well enough to win some games. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, they haven't been blown out. So, how do you fix it? Uh, I went through the same thing back in, and... uh, Eighty-four, uh, where we lost a couple of games, and I felt that we probably should have finished eight or nine, but we didn't. And we had one player that we're playing TCU. They win. They win the conference. Uh, he jumped up in Wednesday or Thursday in our squad meeting and said, "I ain't letting." you beat us and it takes sometimes just one play one player you know so you go back and you can say the games that they lost it could have been one player one two defensive call offensive play so are they close yes uh, will they get everything fixed it it really is the players. You know, the coach on the sideline calls the play. You know, a coach's job is to prepare the players mentally, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: practice them physically. And today, because of not trying to get players hurt, we don't practice physically like we used to. But... Offense and defensive linemen, you have to go full speed against each other. And you see it all the time. There's a lot of teams with a lot of talent, offensive linemen, but they haven't gone full speed in practice. And so when they get in the game, all of a sudden the game's faster than they practice. Hmm. And the most important thing for a coach is put the players in the right position and then get out of the way and let them play. And. Uh so it's players have more to say about playing the game than what people it's always the coaches right, but if the coach does the first three and gets out of the way i I go all the way back to John Wooten. Do you ever see John Wooten ever get off the bench never never said a word to the players, but I guarantee you. In practice, Mm -hmm. uh, he probably let a lot of things come out of his mouth, but he prepared them to play. Then go play. Mm -hmm.
2: One of the biggest issues with Arkansas has been their offensive line. They just haven't been able to protect KJ. They haven't been able to open up running lanes. Uh, The running game has been non-existent. How much can an offensive line, can the offensive line improve throughout the season, get better this year?
4: Well, in my career, I go back to one thing. Uh, Years ago, Penn State uh, had a great base football team, the best defensive team in the country. Um, Coach Nellaberger brought Miami up, and they never threw a pass other than quick. Three steps. Well, when you have a hard time protecting your quarterback, you can't ask an offensive lineman for him to hold the ball you know four or five seconds. it ain't he, he's going to you can't do it. And so that comes back to knowing that you have to get the ball out of the hands of the quarterback quick, so you, all your routes that you call. Are going to be quick routes, and if you're playing man post, if you're, you know, playing zone, you got to flood the zone, but get the ball. You know, five yard gain, three yard gain, six yard gains are better than a sack.
2: Yeah, you get behind the chains. This team gets behind the chains. They have a, a very tough. I mean, it's almost a zero percent chance of coming overcoming at something like. Well, A
4: and M is going through the same thing right now. You know, they're the quarter, asking the quarterback to hold the ball too long. So, uh, you know, I was fortunate to play with Joe Namath, Steve Sloan, Kenny Stabler, so and coached some great quarterbacks: Danny Marino, Jack Thompson, Athlon Samo, and Kevin Murray. Uh, so, you, you got to help the quarterback, but you got to let the quarterback handle himself. You know, we call plays, and all of a sudden, but we don't see what the quarterback sees as a coach on the sideline or even a coach in the press box. You know, well, that guy was open. Well, you're at ground level. You see things differently than what you see on the sideline or up in the press box.
3: Talking to Jackie Sherrill for just tuning in. He'll be speaking to the Little Rock Touchdown Club here in a little bit. I want to ask you about... um, your impressions of the coaching world today, uh, A, the money, B, the way that there's so much fanfare when there's movement from place to place. I mean, you moved a couple of times over the years. What do you make of the coaching profession these days?
4: Well, it's much harder today uh, because of the transfer rule. Plus, uh, the NCAA, in my opinion, is very inept. Well, it's.
3: Most uh, people's uh, opinion. Yes.
4: <laughs> uh, and you look at the NIL. Uh, Where we're headed is very simple. We're headed to an NFL playoff system, or not playoff, but an NFL system where you'll have East-West and you'll have divisions in East-West. And those will only be the teams that will make a commitment to football. And, you know, there are some questions if some of the teams right now will make that commitment because you have to have facilities, you have to have the ability, but they'll end up paying, uh, not paying, but they'll be uh, giving a stipend to every player that will be the same across the board, What, regardless of what team, what position, then the player will, will have that. Now, it will, that will not keep a player from going out and getting his own deal with somebody. But there will be regulations in uh, the universities right now. You can't tell me that a head coach doesn't know what is offered to a kid in a NIL deal. Mm-hmm. So, but after they do this, uh, there'll be heavy sanctions if anybody from the university is involved in a NIL deal.
2: Where was your favorite stop? The city, the the
4: the place you enjoy coaching players. You know, as a coach, it's not your home, not the city, it's the players. So I was fortunate I had a lot of great players, uh, had uh, a lot of success because of them. You know, coaches don't play the game. I've never seen one ever kick a ball, throw it or make a tackle. So it's the players that you have that actually makes the coach.
2: What do you do these days on Saturdays?
4: Watch games or either go to games.
2: Where are you living now?
4: At Wimberley, Texas. That's in between Austin and San Antonio.
2: Oh, okay. That's a, I went to a Southwest Texas State now Texas State.
4: Well, you've been there. Uh, yeah, you know where is. I know, have, I, know exactly is. It is. Yes, sir. I live on uh, you know, the Blanco River, River oh. Road.
3: Coach, who's the if if I was going to ask you who's the best offensive player you ever coached and the best defensive player you ever coached, what would you say? It's hard. I bet you have had a good one. uh,
4: But you know uh, when people ask that, I always say what position? You know, uh,
3: I'd say regardless. Give me just uh, you can give me a lineman. Those guys never get any love. You know, you go to these postseason awards, it's always a skill guy. But
4: yeah, Danny Marino's offensive line from left to right was Jimbo Colbert. It's in the NFL. College Hall of Fame. Emil Boers that played for the Steelers. Russ Grimm played for Washington, which is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You have uh, 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 Mark May, which was the right tackle. And so all five of them up front uh, and I told, would tell Danny quite a bit, I said, you didn't have that line in pro ball. <laughs> uh, one year he was touched by a Eleven times in a whole
3: season. So <laughs> be affect. How about defensively? Is there a guy that stands out in your? Well,
4: career? Hugh Green will always be the uh, first team defense in on any All American team mm-hmm. in college. Uh, he probably should have won the Heisman. Finished second. George Rogers won it that year, uh, but you know Hugh was what in he and Ricky Jackson were the two defensive ends uh, and Aaron Wallace and John Roper was the two defensive ends in Southwest Conference then so
5: uh,
4: as a group those four guys you know certainly played pro ball Hugh Green Ricky's in the Hall of Fame. He would have been if he hadn't gotten hurt. Mm -hmm.
3: And if I had, if you had to take one of your teams to go play in a national championship game today, would it be? I mean, you had a lot of success at a lot of places. It'd be the
4: 1980 team at Pittsburgh. Gotcha. 18 of those guys went to pro camp. It's good recruiting. Good work. One year. Well, uh, yeah, I had some good coaches, but you know, at that time, you know, Pitt uh, was in the top five every year and so you had an opportunity it's the same thing today when you look at alabama or georgia or ohio state that they're you got to have something wrong not to have a good recruiting year Mm -hmm. somebody didn't do their job
3: so in addition to bringing up players um obviously you had a lot of assistant coaches you know work for you over the years you know about the Broyles Award, I'm sure. So I'm just curious about your philosophy on nurturing young coaches and then also some of the guys that coached under you that went on to be head
4: coaches. Well, I was lucky. I had Jimmy Johnson. Uh, I had uh, Pat Jones. I had uh, Dave local uh, R.C. Slocum. Wow. Um, I go on and on yeah. with, with guys that you had. A head coach, it's the same thing as a CEO. You're only as good as your coaches. Uh, you you hire coaches that are smarter than you are in certain positions. An offensive line coach should be a lot smarter than you are than a receiver coach or a defensive uh, secondary coach. You know, one of the best receiver coaches I ever had was Otto Stowe, and Otto Stowe played on the Miami teams when they were sixteen and uh, but. He never had a receiver would come out of the game. Now we threw the ball a ton, mm-hmm. Jack Thompson, and but he had the receivers on Friday after we went through workout. They would run the stadium stairs wherever we were the stadium ten times. Mm. That was they did that before. Then on game day he would have them on the field 2 hours prior to the game doing different things but they could stay in the game
2: What do you think of Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC
4: Well, it, uh, Texas had no choice, but it it is Texas will help. Uh, but the SEC got a lot of benefits because you have the number 1 team in the country with the most income you know two hundred and fifty million dollars a year then you also have the team that also uh, can raise the most money their NIL is larger then you have Texas A&M which is right behind them but you have uh, out of I want to say of the top ten revenue producers you have, out of the top ten, you have either eight or nine that are SEC. So what happened, as you know, in getting paid by advertisers, what is your footprint? What is your footprint in this area? Uh, in TV, the reason the Pac-10 dissolved was you only had 14 to 17% eyeballs in the Pac-10 footprint. In footprint, so if I'm an advertiser, I'm not going to pay t- millions of dollars to only get 14% penetration. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that's what happened to the Pac-10. But the same thing with Texas. You know, Texas signed, and it was a combination of ESPN in the South Southeast Conference. Texas signed for the Texas Network. Uh, uh, fifteen million an year for ten years so they were half way through the contract ESPN was part of the deal to get Texas to go to the uh, to the southeastern conference and bring Oklahoma as well and that would save ESPN like either 60 or 75 million dollars so in my opinion I think ESPN Brokered the deal. ESPN also paid for whatever Texas and Oklahoma had to pay to get in to get out of the Big 12.
3: Did you ever have any interest in going to the NFL?
4: I had a chance, uh, uh, but I, you know, like a dummy, I, I didn't go to school to be a football coach. You know, majored in business, and I was just married with a little with a baby. And Coach Bryant said, "Do you want?" <laughs> To do a free agent, and I said, "No, sir, I'm I'm committed to do this." And that was the conversation was over with. Hmm. (laughs) Whenever you told Coach Bryant no, it wasn't any more conversation.
3: What about as a coach though? Later on, I mean, I'm sure you had offers there too. Yeah, I
4: did. Uh, I had a chance to go to Houston. You know, the owner I was good friends with, Bud Adams. But you just couldn't pull the trigger. I was. It was doing. Uh, then I was very uh, having a great time in College Station. So, yeah. you know, it's it, it's hard. Even today, are you going to get saving to go back to the NFL? No. Are I wish you, we would. Yeah. The great for Arkansas.
3: <laughs> I kick in a few bucks if he leave Yeah.
4: Well, I don't think. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. You know, he just bought an eighteen million dollar home in yeah. Florida.
3: Are you? Uh, do you have any regrets at all? Do you ever wish you would dipped your toe in the water in the NFL? Uh,
4: yes and no. Yeah,
3: it worked yeah. out pretty well for
4: you. Yeah, I had a I had a good run. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah.
3: Well, coach, I appreciate you being with us. And, You're uh, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll swing through uh, Wimberley maybe when we're heading back down southwest sometime.
4: Yep. No, any time. Just call. And uh, what I'm doing now is I'm in the stem cell world. Take, really, taking players doing stem cell therapy with them, and Tony Dor said, uh, uh, "Bob Lilly, uh, Randy White, uh, Renfro, and had about 15, And uh, it uh, it helps, and it helped quite a bit. Bob Lilly had autoimmune polyneuropathy, and it, he's probably the one that it's helped the most, and has stayed. The most. Hmm. But Leroy, it's helped Leroy's dementia.
3: You're working just with football players?
4: Yeah. Well, anybody, but uh, in my sector is being able to help the former, but also the present players. Yeah. Uh, players, uh, most orthopedic surgeons today are recommending and doing stem cells. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. If my math is right, you're about to turn 80. What are you doing? Because you look great.
4: Well, thank you. I'm doing some stem cells.
2: <laughs> Give me your card. I mean, I may just need to start some stem cells here no, soon. No, no doubt. I want to look like you when I'm 80. No yes. doubt. Good Lord. I want you to look like him when you're 70.
3: <laughs> yeah, get some work to do, buddy. Uh, Coach, we're going to let you go. I appreciate you coming by. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a treat. Yes. All right, Jackie Sherrill. We'll hit a break. It's uh, 1127 got to take our time out. We'll come back and uh, do some game balls and jock straps for the weekend it was.
2: Big O Tires got some good deals for you right now. Great selection of tires. They've got the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. Two great locations. They're in Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Harkrider and Cabot is Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Remember, they do more than, big, than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Old changes, brakes, alignment, a lot of things. they got mechanics on hand to take care of you and your car. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. O-P-P, how can
5: I explain it? I think it frame I frame it. Join
2: Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile.
0: This is SportsCenter.
6: Arkansas fell to Alabama 24-21 in Tuscaloosa over the weekend. After the game, coach Sam Pittman talked about the losing streak and the goals for the rest of the season.
1: Surely there's going to be some team that is not ranked in the top 15 in the country that's going to play us, you know, at some point at our place. We just got to continue to fight and all those things. We got a hard road to get VOL eligible, but that is our goal. We've got to start it Saturday.
6: The Razorbacks will get to play an actual home game in Fayetteville this upcoming weekend for the first time since September 16th. They'll host Mississippi State for an 11 o'clock kickoff. And tonight on Monday Night Football, the Chargers will host the Cowboys at 7.15. Radio coverage can be heard on The Buzz. Join in progress at 8. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. We're back here with Wild Bill at
1: Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And i tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at
5: msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go home.
3: Not again
5: Let me tell you about my man Tom He had some serious bad luck And one day he said to me
3: When is my luck gonna change?
5: And I was like, you need to go to Tunica, bro And he was like, yeah, good idea, bro Tom was winning big money People were cheering and kissing My man was like, this is amazing His losing streak was finally over Man, I cannot believe my luck Believe it, because when you're in Tunica You're always a winner
0: Saturday, October 28th. Make your way down to the Pine Bluff Regional Park for the Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino. One of the world's largest barbecue championships. This year's event is highlighted by the on-stage tribute to Jimmy Buffett from Bluffett and his son of a sailor band. A show that can't be missed with costumes, props, and conga lights. All the looks and sounds of Margaritaville. Music, barbecue, food trucks, vendors, and games for the kids. It can't be missed. For more information, visit SmokeOnTheWaterBBQ.com. This ad paid for with accommodations to take funds in Arkansas's land of legends, tourism association funds.
1: Mike Olick here from Westwood One. Monday Night Football coming up from Los Angeles where the Chargers host the Cowboys. At 3-2, Dallas needs a bounce-back win in the worst way after last week's loss to the 49ers, while the 2-2 two two Chargers are well-rested after their bye week. Join Kevin Harlan and me for all the action on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Monday Night Football.
3: Right here on 1037, The Buzz.
5: It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going
0: deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. (laughs) The way
3: he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT.
6: Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed keep out of reach of children.
0: You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037Thebuzz.com. Holding me back, gravity's holding me back. I want you to hold out the palm of your hand. Why don't we leave it in there? Nothing to say,
5: and everything gets in the way.
3: Video stream set up. Only took an hour and 15 minutes to realize we were pulling off the wrong audio. So, those of you who are trying to listen on the stream, apologies. That was our issue. So, there you go. Um, Let's see. Uh, Okay, all right. This person says from the five oh one, Justin, I saw something that changed my perspective on the hogs. If every one score and overtime game result were flipped, we would be top five right now. A few fortuitous bounces of the ball or fewer miss or fewer pre snap penalties and things could be different. A modicum of hope at least.
6: Yes. Doesn't losing close games repeatedly during the San Pittman era, doesn't that kinda of worry you a little bit? It would... I mean I'd rather him be close than not, but I know what you're
3: saying, and yes, at some point you go, okay, well, how much of that is coaching? And so that's fair, but at the same time, again, I'm looking at all the games that Arkansas is seemingly at a disadvantage at and the fact that they're giving themselves a chance to win those games. And again, if you don't ever break through and actually win one, it doesn't mean a whole lot of anything, right? I mean, you you expect them to eventually break through and win one, but it's... uh, I think it's impressive that they're hanging around there with the glaring issues they've got.
6: Before the season, we expected to go 1-3, and like at best, through this four-game stretch, I would say. Right.
3: That's fair. But we also expected them not to have lost to BYU.
6: Yeah, that too. But I think it's the way you lost them. It's like you were in every game, and you could have pulled at least one or two of them out. But you just lost them. Mm Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Yeah, I
2: mean, you can look at that side. You're you're in some close games, and you need the coaches to pull you through those close games and get you a win instead of losing a close game. I mean, you can look at it and play here or play there, or a play call here, or a change in defense there, then maybe you win that game. I mean, when I look and you have a backup safety in... And a backup corner back in, and you've got your slot corner playing the other corner. you got to keep it as simple as possible, right? And mm-hmm. you allow a 70, 81-yard pass on a busted coverage. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, do, you know, trying to do too much with a bunch of backups in? I don't, I don't know. You can, what do you, yeah, I understand what you're saying.
6: What do you expect from the team this weekend against Mississippi State?
3: I
2: expect, expect them to win. to
6: win by double digits. Okay.
3: I don't care how they win or by how much. I just want them to win. But I expect them to win. You're a better team. And again, we're going back, if we're gonna go back to if I'm gonna say, well, you haven't lost to except to one team that's not as good as you you're better than Mississippi State. Or as good. You better win it. And yeah. you're on your home field. There's no excuses. Excuse time's over. Hey JW, guess what? I won't be singing the same song next week if Arkansas loses to Mississippi State.
2: The only thing Mississippi State has going for them right now, as far as I can see, is they're sitting at home this week. They're resting. And they've got two weeks to prepare for Arkansas. Well,
3: that shouldn't be too hard.
2: That's, that's, you know, if you, I've got to look into the Bulldogs and to their offense and defense and what they've done so far this year and their strengths and weaknesses. But uh, for me, that's the biggest concern I have on Mississippi State is they've got the bye week, and they're, they're going to be fresh. and Hey, look for them. What this game means to Mississippi State, it's basically the same thing it means for Arkansas. Try to save their season, turn things around, and hopefully become bowl eligible. Because they feel like they can make a run at the end of the year, so it's a, it's a huge game for both teams. Maybe I shouldn't say double digits, just win, like you said. I think that's the that's the key.
3: The line is seven at, at Oak Lawn, hmm. for those of you who are curious about such things. So if you like it that much, go for it. Arkansas has been a uh, good cover team here recently. Um, yes, Mississippi State beat Southeastern Louisiana forty-eight-seven. L- beat Arizona by seven. Arizona's playing better now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU beat them 41-14. They lost by a touchdown to South Carolina. Got killed at Alabama, or at home against Alabama. Beat Western Michigan, and then they rested. So, yeah, basically they've had two bye weeks in a row. Common opponents is Alabama and, Ar- and uh, LSU.
2: Yeah. And Arkansas played better against both of those teams than they did. But we
3: can't compare scores, but we do.
2: No, you shouldn't. But that's the old saying. Can, we can't can, compare scores. What we do, you can compare what you saw on, with your eyes when they play. I watched the LSU Mississippi State game, and LSU had their way with them. They they were up huge just to start the game, and Mississippi State was never in it. Uh, I don't think I watched the Mississippi State Alabama game. I don't remember it if I did, but I think you see you can see within those two games,
3: mm-hmm.
2: arkansas got should have the talent to win this game. Yep, and at
3: home. Let's go to uh, Game Balls and Jock Straps here.
0: Game Balls and Jock Straps are brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at A Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Go ahead, boys. I'm going to give a game ball to uh,
2: Stephen F. Austin's head coach, Cole Carthel. His team is down. They look like they're out. It's uh, third quarter, fourth and ten from his own 15-yard line. He calls a fake punt. Fake punt worked. Got a first down. His team drove down, scored a touchdown, got some life, some momentum, got the ball back, scored another touchdown, took the lead. Now, UCA give them credit. They came all the way back and won despite being down in the fourth quarter. But this team, the game, it changed on one play at fake punt. And to have the onions to call that deep inside your own territory, it just shows you it was a desperate time for uh, Stephen F. Austin. The game was slipping away. He called it, it worked, and he almost pulled off the win. That would have been an incredible comeback victory for Stephen F. Austin. And I would have said coaching mattered in that game and by calling that play. So he gets a big game ball for me. I was very impressed with that call.
6: I'm going to give a uh, game ball to the teams that were playing, both the undefeated teams in the NFC this, this week, both the Browns and the, uh, the Jets. They both got wins. Both very uh, unexpected. I kind of expected the, the Niners to at least start out 9-0 and this year. They had a favorable schedule, but the Browns come in with P.J. Walker, and they win somehow, despite P.J. Walker not even playing well. Just defense. That yeah. defense was great yesterday for the Browns, and the Jets. That's how both those teams won, relying
2: yeah. on their defense.
6: Imagine if the Jets had a good quarterback. What could be? Yeah.
2: Just don't lose the game. And that's the way he played yesterday. Don't lose it. Let your defense win it. They really should have you know, I was thinking when the uh, Jets scored that touchdown, Brees Hall, mm-hmm. he should have he should have just taken they should they could have taken the knee three times and just kicked the field goal with no time left and, and changed that game or made sure that game was done. But by scoring on the first play, their defense had to make one more play. They did. It worked out in the end.
6: Is it me or are the Eagles not that impressive? So far, they've took care of business. They're five and one, but the way they've won games hasn't impressed me.
3: No, so far, calm Georgia, just doing
2: what it takes until yesterday. Offensively, they've had some moments. Defensively, some moments, but they haven't put it they haven't put it together yet like they did at the end of last year, where they were they they were dominant at times. They haven't been dominant this year.
6: Hertz has thrown seven interceptions this year, I believe.
2: Yeah, more than he's thrown more this year than he did last year. I'll give a, uh, another uh, game ball last night, man. Awesome performance by the Rangers and Montgomery, their starting pitcher. Uh, to go into Houston in that environment, uh, that team, that offense, go six and a third, shut out innings, and he got the eight big outs when he needed to. And, and, Christian, it was against arguably your best hitter. Montgomery was able to strike him out with the bases loaded one time. I think another time he had runners on in scoring position. Uh, Astros were getting guys on base. And then Montgomery would find a way, like good pitchers do, make the pitch that's needed and get out of a jam. And last night, he was pretty awesome. Six and a third.
6: Yeah, today's uh, first first pitch is at three thirty-seven. You got a Valdi going. He's got a one point three two ERA this postseason versus Bromberg. Valdez. he has a ten point three eight ERA this season. But he's he's been pretty good usually in the postseason.
2: Is from Houston? So you know this game means a lot to him to go back home pitching game two. There uh, in front of uh, all those fans, I, I'm excited for him. I, I hope it's not, you know, he doesn't get too excited for the moment, for being, you know, back home pitching uh, in that stadium. But, dude's a, a veteran; he's been around a long time. I think he'll be okay.
3: All right, uh, game ball Iowa. Iowa had a uh, exhibition women's game mm, I saw this. at Kinnick Stadium. They drew fifty five thousand six hundred forty six fans, which doubled. The previous record, almost, but set by Connecticut and Oklahoma in the 0-2 NCAA championship game at the Alamo Dim. That's because, obviously, Caitlin Clark is very special. She had a triple-double, 34-11-10, and 10 in the exhibition. Hawkeyes were 36 out of 73 from the floor, um, and she is a draw. Any team that gets her on their visiting schedule is going to be worthwhile. You may lose to Iowa, but it's certainly going to sell some tickets for you. It um, would have been nice to... It would have been cool. It's was kind of... There was a dream that maybe Mike uh, neighbors could have... Arrange for an Iowa road game uh, Or home game rather in, in favor It would have been kind of cool uh, Give a game ball to Brooks Kepka, Who had a 268 Defended his title at the Live uh, Golf event over the weekend He also ended up finishing third overall for the season And moved past Cam Smith um, I'm sorry The Taylor Gooch Moved past Cam Smith To win the season points title $18 million bonus Because those guys aren't making enough money on the tour already Kepka not only won $4 million from the tournament, his victory bumped DeShambeau out of the top three. So that was the bump out. Uh, and he picked up an additional $4 million for finishing third. So kudos to him. Uh, i got to give a jockstrap to the Saints. Their red zone offense was pathetic yesterday. And also a jockstrap to Blake groupy who missed two field goals yesterday, which would have changed the dynamic of the last drive for the Saints. Because in that case, a field goal would have won it. Um, game ball to all the tops, top teams this weekend. Georgia, you know, won comfortably. Unfortunately, it sucks. They lost their tight end the, the rep- remainder of the season.
2: No, the reports are now saying he's out four to six weeks, that he could come back at the end of the year. Six weeks is the season. Four to six weeks.
3: Okay, okay but six weeks would be the season. Yeah, he'd be back for a bowl. All right. I don't want to split hairs. Anyway, he's out for a significant amount of time. Okay, fine. Four to six weeks. All right. Michigan dominated Indiana. Ohio State dominated Purdue. Florida State dominated Syracuse. Penn State killed UMass. So all the teams that are at the top, it's easy to take a day off. And they were able to roll the victory comfortably. So good for them.
6: I was going to give a strap to Colorado, who blew a 29 to nothing lead on Friday night. I went to sleep, and they were up big. And I woke up and saw that they lost, and I wondered how. Um... But game ball to SNL's Kenan Thompson, who uh, impersonated Deion Sanders in the weekend update. Pretty awesome. We'll play some of that here in a little bit, I imagine.
2: I was going to give a jockstrap to uh, Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. They are so heckle and jive. I mean, this this team looks like they can win the South one week, and the Mm -hmm. next week they look terrible. And they were terrible yesterday against Detroit. And I know Detroit's defense has gotten better. Last year it was the worst defense in the NFL. They have improved. But to get only two field goals at home, Baker Mayfield was 19 of 37. Barely 50%. He threw for 206 yards, and many of those yards came there at the last drive. That was that offense looked terrible yesterday. The Bucks looked terrible. They get a jockstrap for not taking care of business at home against a uh, Detroit Lions defense. It's... Improve a little bit.
6: Is the South easily the worst division in football?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you you get the Saints losing to the Texans. You get the Bucks. They all lost. Yeah, they all. Yeah, they all lost yesterday.
6: Which the Panthers haven't even won yet, have they? Nope, they're 0 six. They're the
2: only team. Well, no more uh, teams with a dream of going seventeen and zero.
6: Is there a chance? With the way Bryce Young has looked, that if they go under, or they lose every single game, they think about drafting Caleb Williams? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but it's enticing. He's got to
2: get some weapons. Where Thielen is your best weapon right now? Yeah, and Thielen's Uh, old. uh, Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's what happened to the 49ers when you think about it yesterday. They lose... Their best weapons, and all of a sudden, Purdy doesn't look the same. But when you lose McCaffrey, when Debo's in the locker room, you know, all of a sudden, you don't have the same guys. It gets a little tougher for a quarterback. And right now, he doesn't have any weapons.
6: It's amazing that Purdy looks bad to average when he can't throw one yard passes and they take it 50 yards for a touchdown.
2: Yeah, that was a uh, that was a surprising uh, performance by the 49ers. I, I I didn't see that one coming at all. I guess I should have saved that for tomorrow.
6: You still can. Okay.
2: All right, that it? Any more?
6: No, that's it for me.
2: All right, me too. We'll finish it up when we come back. We are live at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Jackie Sherrill coming up in the third hour. Thanks to Arkansas Urology for having us here. Stick around. You're in the zone.
5: A perfect smile is more appealing, but it's funny how This crooked look at how far I done got without it Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride, and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment allowance. Allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in Grandpa's old bag phone. That's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501 982 2102. Watney Chevrolet.com Chevrolet. Find new roads. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio porch or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com.
2: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
0: It's hard being the number one midday sports talk show in Arkansas.
6: What can you expect when you're on top, you know? It's like Napoleon, when he was the king, you know, people were just constantly trying to conquer him, you know, in the Roman Empire, so it's... History repeating itself all over again.
0: Let's see if Justin A. and Westmore can keep living up to the lofty expectations on the zone. Over in the Southern Solutions
2: text line JK in Fairfield Bay says a game ball should go to Zach Widener of the Clinton Yellow Jackets. Did you guys hear about what he did Friday night? Playing CAC. Dude ran for 400 yards. And six touchdowns, and he had another touchdown. I think receiving, he scored seven touchdowns over 400 yards of offense for the Clinton Yellow Jackets. Zach Widener, yes, he gets a game ball. That was very impressive. And that whole conference now, everyone's either four and two or three and two. There's like five or six teams that have a chance to win that conference. Ethan is in Atkins. He says Tampa Bay is heckle and Jide. Never heard of them. Sorry, my bad. Jekyll and Hyde.
6: <laughs> I didn't even catch that. That's
2: funny. Uh, Justin did when I he, he looked. He said something, but I couldn't hear what he said. And uh, now I realize what I said. Uh, confidence. The first down could have been made, though Bama would have had field, good field position. Hope we can cover this or turn the corner this weekend. I feel like we should. If coach has confidence to go for a two point conversion, then why didn't he go for it on fourth down? I think he should have even tried it to show what he had. I at the time. I didn't disagree with not going for it on fourth down. I had zero confidence that this team was going to be able to pick up the fourth and short. And obviously the coaches had zero confidence. You have to go for the two-point conversion at that time. The two-point conversion doesn't give Bama the ball if you don't get it right there at that spot. You have to go for two to make it a one-possession score. It was a great play and maybe uh, something they should use on fourth and short. I mean, they just bring the receiver in motion, quick little pass for him. He's able to pick up two, three yards. You think he can get it on first and fourth and short, so maybe something they could use there. Um, Christian, what do you think of what you saw Wimby so far this preseason?
6: He's amazing. I mean, that's it. I hmm. think he's going to be an all star year one, he's going to be a defensive player of the year candidate. He's great.
2: Justin, I saw something that changed my perspective on the Hawks. I already read that. What would you say about it? I didn't... Well, is that two uh, classes half full?
6: Well, that was seven? what we talked about because I was like, I don't know what to expect from this team week to week. We talked about that a little bit. Uh,
3: Basketball is about to start. That's good news for folks who are uh, ready to turn the page off football. And just got a note here from the university for the third consecutive season. Arkansas will open this season as a top 20 team. Razorbacks picked 14th in the 23-24 AP poll. Was that just out? Yep, just came out. All right. Arkansas picked 16th in the 21-22 poll and 10th the last preseason after back-to-back Elite 8. So, top 20, 14th for Arkansas. Other opponents in the top 20 include Tennessee at number 9, AM at 15, Kentucky at 16, Alabama 24, and Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, Florida receive votes. Also, so Arkansas
6: Duke,
3: Duke is can... the second... Hang on, Arkansas second-ranked team in the SEC then in the preseason poll
6: behind Tennessee. Yeah. Duke, Duke yes, yeah, Duke who's coming to Bud Walton Arena is second-ranked country or second-ranked team in the country.
3: And what about Purdue? Purdue and is third. A, okay, well there you go. That's a uh, exhibition, obviously, but it'll still be a good measuring stick for Arkansas. Potential opponents at the battle for Atlantis: number nineteen North Carolina, number twenty-two Villanova. And Memphis also receiving votes. What do you think
2: about doing the show up in Fayetteville that Wednesday when they play Duke?
3: Uh, Hang around, go to the game that night? <laughs> you think you can get in?
2: We can get media passes. Think so? Why not?
3: I don't know if they will, but that'd be cool if they would. I would think that the requests are going to be overwhelming, but you, if we can get one, that'd be cool. I'd like to go from watch the Purdue game, honestly. Um... Uh, I guess you guys already did Um at least. Um, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is heckle and jide. Never heard of him. Yeah, well, that happens. Confidence, the first down would have been made. Uh, yeah, I guess you guys already did it at least. Okay. Um, anyway, we're going to regroup. We're going to hear from Coach Cheryl. it will be fun last hour. So we got some uh, birthdays, entertainment news. It's all coming up. Stay with us.
4: Bank, We're ready to help turn your money into more money. With Arvest 7 Months No Penalty CD, you get a guaranteed rate of 5.00 annual percentage yield,
6: earning interest on day one, plus unexpected flexibility. If you need to withdraw early, there's no penalty, unlike most CDs. Now that's helpful. Open an account
0: today at arvest.com flexible savings.